0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. John chapter 1, beginning in verse 19. This is John's testimony when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? It seems from the very beginning, the problems that arose around Jesus did not primarily come, well, from the world. It was, and sadly still is, the religious world that would cause the greatest ruckus. It would be these who would eventually kill Jesus, simply because he was causing people to question the status quo. You know, to know why they believe, not just what they believe, to move beyond religion and into relationship, to live by grace and not by the law, to understand that without these things, they would truly never know God. The very idea of this ruffled their prideful egos and shook the foundations of their comfortable existence. Now let us again make note that all the central figures here are young men. Jesus and John were barely 30, and the writer John would, at this point, likely have only been in his late teens. So scripture clearly disputes any notion that serving God in a great way is reserved for, well, the old folks. The great Jewish historian Josephus who was a non-Christian in his 20-book record of the times uh, was called Jewish Antiquities and it records the following concerning this John the Baptist, quote, But to some of the Jews it appeared that the destruction of Herod's army came from God, and indeed as a just punishment on account of what had been done to John, who was surnamed the Baptist. For Herod ordered him to be killed who was a good man and had called upon the Jews to exercise virtue both as to righteousness towards one another and piety towards God and so come to baptism for so would the baptizing be acceptable to him being God if they made use of it not for putting away or the remission and expiation of some sins but For the purification of the body after the soul had been previously cleansed by righteousness. And when others came in crowds, for they were exceedingly moved by hearing these words, Herod, fearing lest such influence of, over his people might lead to some rebellion, they seemed ready to do anything by his counsel, deemed it best before any new movement could happen through him, to put him to death rather than when a change in affairs revolution had come, he might have to repent the mischief into which he had fallen when it, was, when it should be too late." You see, there really was no doubt biblically or throughout secular history that John the Baptist was here, and furthermore, that John the Baptist rocked his world. wonder how many of us will be remembered with such legendary status. He moved the world not because he was rich, not because he was earthly famous or worldly talented, but because he declared the truth to a world that was seemingly void of it. He remembered because he was God's man because he was a man of God verse 19 says this is John's testimony when the Jews and priests and Levites from Jerusalem asked him who are you verse 20 he declared and didn't deny but he declared I am NOT the Christ and they asked him what then Are you Elijah?" He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. They said therefore to him, Who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? And he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Now John was certainly a man to be reckoned with. He pulled no punches. He never attempted to make the gospel palatable for those on the outside. He was definitely not some emergent minister who would teach in terms of moral living or, you know, symbolic feel-good stories, picturesque sermonettes for Christianettes. No, he was indeed a heavy hitter. Matthew 3, verse 7 speaking of john it says but when he saw many of the pharisees and sadducees coming for his baptism he said to them you offspring of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come so the reputation of this pledging young minister probably didn't take long to reach the ears of the religious powers that be guys like that are hard to ignore i mean more than a parade people like John the Baptist are like a house on fire. They can garner attention from all those who are stopping to get involved, as well as even those who are simply slowing down to gawk. So the church sent out a delegation, and I use that term church loosely, to find out who this guy was, what seminary he had attended, and, you know, what denomination he was a part of. And they arrive to open this brief dialogue with the obvious question who are you now it's an interesting note that the religious world was indeed waiting and looking for the messiah john is clear i'm not him he could have taken advantage of the situation he could have moved on his own account and utilized his fame to gain earthly power and prominence I mean, the situation was perfect. All he had to do is say, yep, I'm the Messiah, I'm the man. But John was not there for himself, no. He makes that perfectly clear throughout his ministry. He was just a messenger. He was just the postman. He was all about Jesus. You know, it's a sad testimony of a man that this Messiah would, in just a couple of pages, stand before all of these men, just plain as day, in the flesh, and yet they still couldn't see him. And some 2,000 years later, they're still waiting for him to show up. But you see, that train left the station 2,000 years ago, but they're still waiting, still looking down the tracks. What a stark reminder that we cannot uh, miss these truths that we cannot be aware of what's going on around us, but you see so often these truths are right and smack in front of us, plain as day, and yet we still miss them. You know, spiritual blindness is the worst kind of blindness. For it is only then that you actually don't know that you can't see. So they asked John, well, what have you got to say for yourself then? Of which he answered, I'm just a voice, a message boy, a guy heralding the imminent arrival of the Lord. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.